You're listening to Marketing News Canada, Canada's number one show featuring the brightest minds in marketing, PR, and digital advertising. Well, welcome to another episode of Marketing News Canada. I am thrilled to have Kevin O'Brien here with us. He is the president and general manager for WW Canada, formerly Weight Watchers. He is responsible for the performance of the Canadian business in pursuit of WW's mission, inspiring healthy habits for real life. Kevin is a member of Ivy's advisory board and the advisory council of the DMZ. Kevin is also an advisor to BioTwin and general partner of the Group Ventures, a Toronto-based technology fund. Kevin lives in Toronto with his wife and their three sons. So, Kevin, I need to ask DMZ, tell me about it. It's not another form of TMZ, right? Tell me what DMZ no. is. No, DMZ is still affiliated with Ryerson. It's probably the most successful university-linked accelerator program and incubator in the world. And I've been lucky enough to be part of them for you know a number of years now. Okay, tell me about incubators. I've seen them popping up, and, and we've got some in Vancouver here. There's one at UBC. What is, what is the purpose, and how does it work? Like, Do they pay to be a part of it? Is it a free thing? There's a lot of different formats of them. Many are free, and you have to qualify to get in. Some, you pay a nominal fee. Actually, DMZ has just introduced a neat one where they take ones that are actually a higher potential, and the folks that come in agree to actually put a small percentage of the company value into DMZ, almost like a venture fund. Yeah, like um, and in return Valley. they get the support. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, the, what I really like about that is, over the long term, it actually takes DMZ off the dependency that they might have on public funding, and begin to self-generate their funding out of the success of the companies that they're helping support. Which seems to be just a really nice idea that everything kind of links together. It's incredible. So, a business can come in, it incubates for like a year, two years, and then it kind of goes out on its own. But it's had that kind of nurturing environment. Yeah. And, and, you know, DMZ hit a milestone actually earlier this year where the collective value of the companies that have been through the DMZ hit a billion dollars in valuation. So it just shows the kind of impact that organizations like that can have on the Canadian tech ecosystem, which is a really exciting ecosystem, but it's still underdeveloped. And so it, you need like DMZ, Communitech, you know, the various different like Mars, um, these kinds of things are critical to helping that ecosystem continue to evolve. That's incredible. And Kevin, when I, you and I first talked, and I'm okay for our listeners to know, I was a member years ago of Weight Watchers when it was in its original name, yeah. when it was actual sheets of paper. And I think what happened was I had put on sympathy weight when my wife got pregnant. And I thought that was the right thing to do. You know, I gained a good 30, almost 40 pounds. And so I realized my pants no longer fit. So I should probably lose some of that sympathy weight. And Weight Watchers was the program I got involved with. And what I liked about it was that it was all points-based. It was like, Mm -hmm. eat what you want, drink what you want, but track your points. And I think the biggest realization, I remember learning orange juice is not that healthy for me. I thought if I drank orange juice, it was really good. I thought muffins were really healthy for me. But then I learned like I would eat a muffin and then the points in it would almost equate like having to run for two hours. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. And I think the education I got from it, I was then able to carry out of my life and I, I lost the weight. My pants fit again. I didn't have to go out and buy new pants. And I've got a lot to thank Weight Watchers for. And so great to have you on the show to talk about what are you doing now? Like, what, what, Tell me about the name change, why, and maybe kind of what new technologies there are since the paper format that I was using back in the day. You know, it's first off, it's wonderful to hear your story. And one of the things I love about working in the company is your story is not unique, right? Like I get to hear that from our customers all the time. And, you know, even to the point where you'll talk to members and they'll say, 
you know, thank you so much. You gave me my life back. Not a lot of jobs that you can do that allow you to have that kind of customer member reaction. But um, so what's changed? You know, at the core, it's interesting because we're kind of a 58-year-old startup in some ways. What you did is still the core of what we do, which is help rewire people, educate people so they have a different approach to their healthy habits than they once had. There was a time when that was paper-based. It meant going to a meeting once a week, and it was all about what you ate. Really, the biggest shift over the last, call it, 10 to 15 years has been personalization, digital evolution, and a broader approach to recognize that being healthy isn't just about achieving a weight. It's about having a healthy lifestyle and all that wraps around it. At our core, we're still the world's most well-recognized weight management program, but you don't get there by by just focusing on food. Food's critical to your point. It's hard to out-exercise a bad diet, which is what you described with your muffin. But you know, in addition to that, you need to have the right mindset. You need to get the right amount of sleep. You need to be active. There's all these other things that all come together to really helping somebody be as healthy as they can. And what I love about the approach that we take is it's really, it sits that intersection between behavioral science and really understanding how people tick and health science. And we could probably, no, not, no probably about it. We could design a diet that would help people lose weight faster than what you do on WW. But it wouldn't actually be the healthiest way to eat over the long term. It wouldn't be a lifestyle change. It wouldn't be something that would be sustainable. And so therefore, that's the magic of the app now is it really brings all of that together to give you a health coach in your pocket that helps you achieve those healthy habits that then can stay with you for the rest of your life. That's incredible. There's so many tools in the market, right? And you, you can Google search it and find mm-hmm. out you've got you know, MyFitnessPal, Noom, mm-hmm. so many options. What, what have you done in a sense? It, what you, I feel like in the past, you were it. Like you know, call, they call it like a blue water, right? You were in a yep. blue water yep. industry. Sure, there was a lot of like books, but no one wants to read a book. Like what I loved about it was it was so actionable and measurable and monitorable. And it, and it was almost a game. So as someone mm-hmm. who likes video games, it was you, you could gamify the process and it actually made it fun. Um, but now being in what you maybe call like a red water industry, how do you stand out as you know, marketing this and promoting you outside your competitors? All the various different players in the, in the space have their own slant. They have their own take on it. What really makes us different is at the core of what we do is this thing called smart points. And smart points is a proprietary algorithm that is a calculation of calories and satiation and kind of the health components of the food. So, for example, on a lot of programs, they would probably say, don't eat bananas. Bananas are high carb, high calorie. Well, but bananas are good for you. So, of course, you should eat bananas. And so on WW, bananas are a zero-point food. What do I mean by a zero-point food? The way the program works at its core on the food portion of it is on a daily basis, you have a budget and you get to spend that budget on whatever food you want to spend it on. If you want to go to a place and have a big rack of ribs, that's going to consume your entire daily budget. I'm not saying don't do that. You might want to do that. There's also weeklies that you can dip into if you want to kind of manage your overall lifestyle. So there are times when having that rack of ribs is going to be what is really the right thing for you. But you really can't do that every day or we all know what's going to happen. And so by spending the budget, you spend it on foods and the foods that are better for you require fewer points. So 
a zero point food, fruits, vegetables, boneless, skinless chicken breast, you know, things like that, those won't consume any of your daily budget. So my regular breakfast, Greek yogurt, zero points, raspberries, zero points, black coffee, zero points, add a little cream to my coffee, one point. I have a daily budget of 32 points. I can get out of breakfast with one point spent. On the other hand, if I was to have, you know, a flavored sugary yogurt, all of a sudden I'd be consuming a bunch of points. And so people think, oh, yogurt's healthy, but it's not if you actually have all that other added stuff in it. So it just allows you over time to educate yourself on what those trade-offs are. And you can be really smart about where do you want to spend your points. Now, that is the distinctive element of WW that, you know, others will have you track calories, others will have you track macros. Those might be the right things for some people and how they want to approach their health journey. What our members are looking for is give me something that I know is going to work, that is going to be simple and is going to help me take into account all the various different things I need to take into account without making that an overwhelming experience. Yeah. Like Noom, I tried out the Noom yep, process. Yep. They were like, well, you got to categorize it into these colors and then you have to put it in there and most of the time it won't be in our system. So you have to calculate it yourself. And it was like, it just made it so much work. So I, it, it just impossible. And then the MyFitnessPal, it was almost too much information. It was you put something in there, a lot of stuff was in there. But even then, all the stuff that was in there, there'd sometimes be like seven variations of what the actual stuff right. was. And so it was, neither could figure it out. I was, it, we had an interview with Best Buy recently, though, where they're saying, you know, they're at the big uh, show where they're like introducing new tech and there was a bowl that you could put the food in and it would measure the stuff. But I was like, that's years from now that when it'll actually be usable. So what I loved about Weight Watchers and having been in the trenches of it and being yeah. my fitness yeah. is that it simplified everything. Yes, it made that's it the beauty doable. It. And you could live a busy lifestyle and still follow the program. And that's really like, What we do is we make it so that it fits with somebody's life. We spend a lot of time understanding how people want to live. And then we're very scientifically driven. So every program we have, every time we evolve things, we actually do it by doing clinical studies. So we know that what we're putting out there works. Why does it work? Boneless, skinless chicken breasts have, you know, they've got calories. So why would you make those zero points? Can you really eat as many as you want? Well, yeah, you can because... Nobody's going to binge eat a whole big bowl of boneless, skinless chicken breasts. And so really, at the end of the day, what we're helping people do is make those trade-offs where I like wine. I can drink wine, right? I can have a glass of red wine. It's going to cost me four or five points, but that's okay because I've got 32 and I've got 46 of my weeklies and I can fit that into my overall plan. You know, it really does become a livable experience. And when you hear about people becoming members... Yeah. Um, you know, my anecdotal story, it was really what was only out there. I actually, I, you know, it's funny, I had a friend join it who would go to the meetings and had all the paperwork. And I actually just borrowed the paperwork and made photocopies of it. So I will admit, and then I was like, this is actually good and then joined it. This is again, this is many years ago when there was no tech for it yeah, at the yeah. time. I think MySpace was just launched. So flash forward, I feel like maybe I should pay back your program. I'm just realizing <laughs> that. I feel like I got it for the price of photocopiers. But but now, where are you finding? Is it word of mouth? Is it is it an SEO organic search thing? Is it ads? Where are you finding you're getting most of your? Well, it's people? funny because your friend experience is still not that different than a core part of of how we get people. So there's a lot. For example, I, like probably ninety percent of our membership is female, and so okay. in a lot of cases, 
husbands end up benefiting, kids end up benefiting. But so because of that, we introduced, for example, in Canada, a dual member price that the primary member will join and you can add a second member for like an extra six bucks a month kind of thing. So you get two for the price of one almost. Today's National Friendship Day, the day here that we're recording this. It won't be, I know, when people listen to it, but I'm sure you found this. When you lost your weight, everybody asks you, hey, what did you do? Yeah. And so we've got a whole invite a friend component where people get free months and you get special pricing and stuff like that. So that whole referral program is very important to us. We also have, you know, we're one of the few programs that Obesity Canada endorses, that doctors endorse. And so there's a medical community support for WW because we're proven to work as well. But most of the way people find us is the marketing that we do through, you know, primarily we probably spend most of our budget working media dollars on digital, but a couple of flights a year we're on TV as well. And that's one of the things I love about the business is it does have this strong kind of direct to consumer component to it. And now I think during this time when we were at home a lot and and people got really into fitness and, and really into, you know, taking care of their bodies, I think there was a lot of great fitness opportunities. I feel like Peloton, an amazing example. Yeah. Like it actually got me running outdoors. I got it free for three months on this special and I actually never watched them. I've never seen them, but I listened to them and they're now my running friends. And it got me running outdoors again because it was free and it was easy and I didn't have a commute anymore. So I was like, I need to whatever, debrief the day in yeah. my head. Yeah. But there wasn't anything that I found that had the food component, the healthy eating. So I right. feel like as much as you know, Nike launched their fitness program, right? Get your circles going. Yep. There was no one saying, but here's how you should eat, right? right? And here's how you should drink. And I feel like the marriage of teaming up WW with these other programs makes sense. So have you guys ever looked at teaming up with any of these kind of fitness well, programs? Or It's interesting you should ask about that. Because first, I mean, the, the pandemic was a very, and I'm, I'm sure it's a topic that we can dig into a little bit more deeply, but it was an interesting period for us because- by necessity, we always had members that were just on the app and we had members that chose to go to a workshop once a week. Yeah. The people that were choosing to go to a workshop once a week all of a sudden couldn't do that. So we had to move all of that virtual. But what you just described is right, is that we had really strong growth over the last year because people were looking for help during the pandemic because you know things weren't necessarily feeling as controllable. Let me put it that way as maybe they once were. Yeah. And people yeah. were looking to take control back. But having said that, the group that chose to do that in society at large is much smaller than the group that didn't decide to do that. So there's been some well-documented studies that have come out in both Canada and the U.S. lately that roughly, a little bit higher in the U.S., a little bit lower in Canada, but roughly 60% of people gained weight during the pandemic. And why did that happen? It's, you know, there's a bunch of different reasons, but research would tell us that people aren't sleeping as well. They're feeling yeah. more stressed. They don't have the right mindset, that food is a coping mechanism. All of these things are probably to a degree true for those folks. And the need, the appetite, to put it that way, to actually, you know, put yourself on a, a mindset, an approach that says, I'm going to eat the foods that are good for me, was not something that was high on people's or some people's lists. So we did provide that. But importantly, you know, you you ask about Peloton and and other opportunities. We've got now built into the app. FitOn is built into the app. Obey is built into the app. Aptiv is built into the app. So these are all different workout on your own agenda partners that we've actually integrated straight into our app. So if you want to go for a walk, 
I don't know if you're familiar with Aptiv, but it's a great app that will actually give you an audio-only coach that will take you through a guided walk or it'll take you through a run if you'd rather do a that's run. Incredible. Um, and that's all built into the app. And, and that was true pre-pandemic, but we really did see the use of that go up exponentially during the pandemic as well. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Yeah, it's because I feel like, you know, Apple launched their walking apps and all right, these people right. are offering it now. And then uh, Strava, right? You yeah. can you know, peer yeah. support. But yeah. what you're saying is, because the, the frustrating thing with, I find with Strava is like, my neighbor was like, you should try this app. It's really cool. But I was already having to launch the Peloton oh. app, sync it to my phones. And I was like, I don't want to launch another app. And then my phone wanted to like, or my watch, sorry, wanted to do like the, the Apple one. And I'm like, ah, it's too many things. You know, so it I've, stresses me out. Yes. All this tracking on all these different things. I, I, I'm a big cyclist and, and I've actually just stopped turning Strava on. I have to, like, it was kind of sucking the fun out of my cycling experience a little bit. So yeah. anyway. And I don't want some people to know my secret routes or, you know, <laughs> runs I go on or bike, mountain bike routes. So, so, okay, with that, and the other thing I was thinking of, when I was on the MyFitnessPal, yeah. I always wondered, like, again, when I did put it in, it would get frustrating, but I was like, it would make so much sense. There's these, like, Chef's Plate and mm-hmm. um, Get Fresh and all those meal delivery companies. I always wondered if a meal delivery company would team up with one of these apps to say, hey, we suggest these three meals next week as I notice your you know, getting too high on points? Or have you right, guys ever right. looked at like a meal delivery system or food integration? Yeah. Or grocery so, integration? So a couple different comments on that. It's always kind of a tricky area for us because one of the things that I really like about WW and what members tell us they really value is you don't need to eat certain food, yes. right? That you can yeah. eat just regular food. And so you know, we have to be careful that we don't all of a sudden send a message that you have to eat this WW meal. On the yeah. other hand, in Canada, we do have a, a relationship, for example, with Swiss Chalet. Nice. Okay. And so if you go into a Swiss Chalet or order online with Swiss Chalet and look at their healthy options part of their menu, it was developed with us and it's WW branded and it's got the smart points values right in there so that you know you can actually get you know a chicken breast with vegetables. You can get a proper Swiss Chalet meal, even with the Swiss Chalet dipping sauce. And you can, you know, you're doing something that is still points friendly. We have tested food delivery. Not in Canada. We've tested it in the U.S. And we've tested in-grocery meal kits. They were okay successes. You know, it would be interesting, I think, to retest them now because I do think that the pandemic maybe changed people's approaches and willingness to have food delivered to them at home. So, you know, certainly I, I think that that's something that we'll take a, another look at it at, at the appropriate time. But again, I think we'd be unlikely to do something that really was kind of funky food. We'd end up doing something that was just naturally healthy food that was put together in a recipe. Like the app already has a massive database of recipes. You can also call up almost any chain restaurant in Canada and it'll tell you what the smart points values of all the different food items on the menu. That's already all integrated in there. And 
you know, I think to to build off of that and do something like what you're describing is obviously, you know, probably a uh, a natural evolution for us. We did a test with, I don't know if you're familiar with Freshy, um, but we did Freshy. a test with with Freshy earlier this year that we did food delivery just in Toronto. It was kind of it was leveraging Skip the Dishes and Uber Eats, and we yep. had a WW restaurant that was yep. the commissary was Freshy was what was behind the scenes doing it. So we continue to test in that space, but nothing's really kind of hit it out of the park yet yeah. to say this is a must do. And maybe because the, the nature of the app is very, it's about freedom. I, mm. I feel like when I think of WW, I think of freedom. I feel like you're free from following rules. You're free from following trends. And it's like, we're giving you the freedom to choose what you want every day. So the minute you start boxing in your users into what they should eat or food suggestions, that's the opposite of what you stand for. You know, it's a really good observation. I haven't really been able to get under the skin of why some of those tests haven't worked because, again, like the freshie, what was it? It was really good bowls and sandwiches that were points friendly. Their food is incredible. Yeah. Right. So maybe it was because there's, you know, it's about membership density around locations or something like that. But, you know, I would expect that um, even for a lot of people that aren't members, knowing that something is a WW certified meal sends a message to them that, hey, this is probably better for me than if I order some of the other stuff that might be on this menu. Yeah. I always wonder about sushi. I feel like tracking sushi points, right? Like that was a thing that I just got so, you know, it, what is the best sushi to order, right? And they have all the right. sushi options. Right. You know, right. Sometimes you just order and it's a smorgasbord and you just try a bit of everything and it's just, but then how do I insert that in the point system? I always right. got bunged up with sushi, but otherwise- You would find that a lot better now because a lot of that is now just built into the app. See, that's incredible. And it's, and again, it, because it's so huge, it, you've generated the point systems in a much more simpler way from hundreds, thousands right. of users right. around the world. And, and we still get the benefit of UGC. Like we get the users actually entering recipes and calculating the smart points values. And then we actually will go in as a company and validate so that you don't end up with a bunch of noise. Because I think that's what you described when you're looking at some of the other apps yeah. is, you know, sometimes yeah. the UGC stuff can be overwhelming and you, you don't know whether you can trust it or not. So we do take the time. We've got a team that actually goes in and validates food values and things like that that are entered by. But in the app as a barcode scanner, you can be going through the, the grocery store, be scanning barcodes. I'll tell you, it's a lot easier to eat healthy at home when the food in your house is healthy. Yes. So that an easy time to make those choices is when you're buying it. Which is amazing. And, and I think what I, again, one of the memories and many learnings from WW back in the day was fiber count. Like I yep. didn't realize how big of an impact the fiber content in food makes Yeah, and, and how much food I was eating that had, like I remember looking back and being like, I had zero fiber this entire week. Like it was just, you know, the, I just didn't know, right? And, and it was such a good learning experience where it, but it didn't make me feel dumb. Well, and, and you know, it's interesting because that's one of the challenges with calorie driven weight loss programs is because a calorie is not a calorie is not a calorie, right? If you get a calorie from a healthy protein or from a healthy fat, that's very different than getting a calorie from a super nib. Yeah. And yet in the calorie-driven programs, you can literally you know, eat your calorie consumption on you know, super nibs and Mountain Dew, yeah. and that would be fine as far as that app tracking. Now, obviously, that's not the right thing to do. So that's why the, the smart points calculation is such an important factor in how WW approaches the food part of the program. It's amazing. And as far as being Canadian and, and representing a mm -hmm. brand in Canada, 
what's it like being able to kind of see what kind of campaigns or trends or like ad collaterals coming out of kind of like global headquarters in, in other countries? So we contribute to and we benefit from being part of a global organization. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll in a slightly different way to answer your question, uh, and then I will come back to it. But when things went virtual last year, if I had to create a virtual workshop infrastructure in Canada on my own in six days, that would have been tough. Yeah. Being part of a global family where on a global basis, we we're having to do that and switch thousands and thousands of workshops um, to virtual within a six-day period. Okay, that we could do. Similarly, there have been years when we tend to develop a lot of our marketing with a local view in mind. So we've got a lot of autonomy in Canada about the, the marketing that we do in Canada. And there have been times when what we've created in Canada has then been used elsewhere in the world. The first year that I joined, I've been with the business for almost four years now. When I first joined my first year, the ad we actually ended up running in Canada was actually a German ad that we just did a new voiceover to because when we tested it, we use something, we use a bunch of different testing mechanisms, one of which is Zappy, which is a great way to get just a, a quick read on yeah. things. We tested it and the German one tested really, really well. And so, fine, let's go with that. We don't need to second guess it. The beauty to being right next to the U.S., there's a bunch of spillover from the U.S. anyway. So could I afford to sign out James Corden as a spokesperson? No. Could I afford to get Oprah to do a, a Saturday session where she's talking about wellness? No. Can I make that content available for Canadians? Yes. Is it relevant for all Canadians? No. And that's where you need to actually find that balance. There are some really, really great spokespeople that we have in other markets that frankly wouldn't resonate in Canada. You know, when DJ Khaled was a spokesperson for WW, we didn't play it up that big in Canada because it just didn't resonate here the same way it did in the U.S. So it's this glocal thing that is the, you know, the hackneyed phrase that people use, but it really does work very, very well for us. We develop globally, we share globally, but then you've got a, a lot of local development dis and discretion as well. It's incredible. So if someone's listening, they've got their COVID-20 and they want to get it knocked off, how do they get started on WW? So... There's two big challenges that we've heard people have as they come out, as we're kind of coming into this reopening world. One is a health challenge. The other is a mental health challenge. I'm not an expert on mental wellness, but if you talk to the experts on mental wellness, they'll say, what should you do? You should have a more positive mindset. You should eat better. You should move more. Uh, you should get the proper amount of sleep. You should reduce your stress. Oh, well, that sounds like the same stuff that you should do for your physical health as well. So the beauty of a program like ours or anybody that just decides to make those positive changes that are going to help their health, WW can help you, but you can do it on your own as well. I'm not, I'm not trying to suggest that, that everybody needs WW. I'm confident that we can help if you're looking for help, but I do encourage everybody, regardless of whether you're working with WW or not, to think about these things. I get the sense that as we reopen, the last thing people want to do is deprive themselves. They feel like they've been depriving themselves for the last 15 months. So you have to find a way to make those positive moves for yourself that don't feel like you're depriving yourself. What does that mean? The weather's getting a lot nicer in Canada. Get outside and move. Great things happen with your mindset when you're actually in an outside environment. It's a lot easier to get your activity in if you're going for a walk or going for a bike ride. So you don't need to, you know, go back to the gym. I'm, you know, gyms are great, but but just get out and move. You know, appreciate the fact that we're coming into summer and we can take advantage of that. What you'll find when you do that is 
you start to feel better. And when people start to feel better, they naturally start to make more positive decisions in the rest of their life. So they'll sleep better. Take some time. We've got built into our app, for example, a five-minute coaching. And we've also got an integration with Headspace, actually. So take some time to meditate. Take some time to reflect. Take some time to think about what you're grateful for. All of those things help build that positive momentum that you're looking for. And one of the things you'll find, I don't know if you find this, I find it all the time. My kryptonite is potato chips. Okay. If chips are in the house, then chips are gone. Yeah. Is the short version for me. Do you have a brand and type? Uh, I, so I I grew up out west, so I, I used to love Old Dutch, but it's not quite as prevalent in Ontario. Um, is it the, the Ripley Old Dutch or the Flat Old Dutch? I used to like the Ripley Old the Ripley, Dutch. Yeah, that's my yeah. man. If I see that, I was just at my parents on the weekend. They had Ripley Old Dutch, and I was like, yeah. oh, the way they yeah. cut the roof of your mouth and yeah. yeah, and that really intense salt and vinegar that yes. they have. But but so more recently, it's um, it, it's I'm, I guess I'm kind of boring, but I love Lay's. I really do. Yeah. Lay's Lay's yeah. barbecue is yeah. is gone just in a heartbeat. But yeah. the reason I mentioned chips is because when I eat chips, it's not just that that's bad for my weight. I actually feel worse. I really enjoy it while I'm eating them. And then like almost right away, I feel worse. So there, when you start to get into that positive cycle, your mindset is better. You're moving more. You'll find that you're going to make more positive food choices. The app can help you figure out what those are. They can help you understand trade-offs, but then you're going to, you're going to eat a little bit better then you're going to feel a little bit better because the opposite of my chip story, when you choose to have something good, let's say instead of chips, you're actually going to have some nuts or you're going to have an nectarine or something like that. All of a sudden you feel better after that because you've fed your body or higher quality stuff. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to want to move more. You'll feel more positive. And the spiral can go up or it can go down. What I would encourage people to do as we return to the wild is think about just some of those small things that you can do that will help you spiral up instead of spiral down. That's great. Great advice. Kevin, are you ready for the uh, rapid fire? Sure. What is a business or marketing book that you'd recommend? So I've been on a business book journey. Probably the one that has rocked my world most recently is No Rules Rules, which is the Netflix story. Amazing. What is a podcast that you'd recommend? This one. You're so sweet. That's Any others outside of the, the Marketing News <laughs> Canada? WW Canada has a pretty good one too. Awesome. Awesome. What is a newsletter or website that you recommend for resources and inspiration? And actually, I could I could have said this about the podcast as well, but um, I'm a I'm a bit of an Adam Grant fanboy. And so at Grant's got all sorts of content on all sorts of different platforms. Um, his books are great. His newsletters are great. Uh, you can't go wrong with Adam Grant. Yeah, no, it's great. And Malcolm Gladwell just actually featured him recently on his podcast. Revisionist right. history. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he is a fan as well. So yeah, yeah. So a newsletter or website that you recommend for resources and inspiration? There's a lot of good ones. Actually, I mean, Grants is a is a good one in and of itself. It, it, it depends if it's if it's business resources and inspiration. Yeah, there are a few really good ones. I'm trying to think what I've been going to lately. I don't have my app open in front of me yeah. right now, but I do actually. One of the things that I invest in for the team, my senior leadership team, we all have subscriptions to HBR. Yeah, nice. And I know that might sound old school, but no. man, there's deep content at HBR. No, you you just can't go wrong with it. Yeah, that's a great resource to share. What is a life hack you'd be willing to share? A life hack. I find that integrate activity into something that you actually enjoy doing. So, you know, if I need to, if I need to work out, I'll often struggle with actually making that commitment to myself. But 
if I get on my bike to ride to work when I used to do such a thing, that's an easy commitment to make. And life's more fun when you do that with other people. That's awesome. I think that's why Peloton worked for me because it was it was the most incredible mixes. Like the sound. It was like, I like the mixes they put together. And this was my yeah. chance to like just zone out and listen to music yeah. for 20 minutes. It's been wonderful to see what they've done. It's actually, it's it's been so motivating for so many people. And getting healthy is a big priority for Canada. It's a, it's a $9 billion challenge if we don't get ahead of it. So I'm delighted to see that people are embracing Peloton. What is uh, a skill required for this new economy? So those that are, you know, whether it's people you hire that are in marketing and, and advertising at your agency or your company or uh, the agencies that work for you, what are the skills that you love seeing in those marketing people? This might sound a little bit esoteric. I think the single strongest thing that we should all be recruiting for is somebody that has a learning culture, somebody that wants to learn. If you can recruit for curiosity, a lot of other good things will happen. I don't think recruiting for particular skills is actually the right way to go because it's just changing too quickly. You have to hire the right kinds of people, not the right skills. That's great advice. One more question okay. for you. If you weren't doing this job, what would you actually be doing with your life? So I'm an entertainment nut. I love movies. I love music. If I wasn't doing this job, my, my high school job was on air at a radio station. I loved being a DJ. If you could still be a DJ at radio stations and program your own show, I would do that. So maybe if I wasn't doing this, I would figure out how to do that in all the various different you know, Spotify's and things like that. Maybe I'd figure out how to, how to come up with my own playlists and program playlists and, and make a living that way. It's amazing. Well, Kevin, thank you for sharing with our listeners. I'm sure many have been inspired, encouraged. Um, you gave some really good tips, great advice. I love the part about hiring for curiosity because skills change so much and it's so true. I, for one, am excited about this next season. And, and as we go back into the wild, as you say, how do we be healthier both mentally and physically? So thank you so much. Yeah, take care of yourself. I think if we all do the little things, we can, uh, we can really have a good time over the, next, uh, over the next six months. That's awesome. Well, thank you for joining us this week on Marketing right. News Canada. And we'll see you next time on the show. All right, thank you. Thanks for listening to Marketing News Canada. For more episodes and other great stories from Canadian marketers, visit marketingnewscanada.com. All episodes are recorded in the Jelly Marketing Studio, thanks to our producer, Chris Penner, and editors, Travis Jeffers and The Podfather. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.